What is up, everybody? Yeti Yef, back in that ass. So I'm back over on Wisdom, trying to figure out how this thing works. Let's see. Bring listeners. Share your talk. Okay. That sounds good. So, sorry, I got the sniffles. I was just talking about this, so I just recorded a Nobody Asked Yef for 8750 Podcast, and I was talking about how I went to Missouri and got myself sick. Because one of my dear sweet cousins has got themselves a little girl, and she's just licking doorknobs. <laughs> she's got the sniffles, she's got the coughs, and she's just licking every doorknob. <laughs> so I started calling her Reese. I was like, Reese, you must, you must stop licking all of these doorknobs. And she just look, lick that doorknob, <laughs> and then run off to go lick other doorknobs. So she had like a, <laughs> and I was like, you know what? Because I used to be a daycare director way back in the day. And ever since then, my immune system has been top-notch. Oh, I would never get sick. The kids would come in, they'd call it the beaver cough. And I asked why they called it the beaver <laughs> This little girl, her name was Trinity. She just always, she, for three months, just be like, <laughs> Like, yo, Trinity, what's going on with that? And she's like, oh, it's the beaver cough. And I was like, what is the beaver cough? She's like, oh, it's the cough that you get because you sound like a beaver. I was like, oh, yeah, okay. First grader logic. I dig it. So anyway, little Reese's got the, herself the, the beaver cough. She passes that off to me. Oh, I, I didn't think I'd get it. It's like, nah, dude, I am, I am, I'm solid. I'm good. I drink my green tea. <laughs> I even take turmeric. So healthy. That ain't going to touch me. I'm going to be fine. Well, guess what? She got me. Hey, you know what? Ask guests to join. How do you do that? Click, click, click. Tap, tap. So I'm trying to figure this out. So it says somebody's watching. Hey, KD. KD's listening. I remember KD's profile picture from last time I did one of these. Jump on in, KD. I got a no BS if I could bounce off you. That's so on my podcast we do a thing called no BS if. That's where some some. So I just realized that on this app nobody seems to use swear words. <laughs> and then I just clicked on the app and I was gonna join somebody else's talk. And this chick's like, I'm down by the fucking river. I'm having a fucking great time. I was like, oh good. Somebody else knows how to use swear words on this app. That's awesome. So. What was I saying? Oh, yeah. Over on my podcast, we do a segment called Nobody Asked Yef, because my name Yef, and the internet's full of dumb dicks with problems. They don't know what to do about it, and uh, they, they asked the internet. They didn't ask me. They asked the internet for help. The internet gave them the worst answers, so I'm here. Nobody asked me, but I'm going to help you out. So if anybody wants to jump in, we can do Nobody Asked Yef, or I can tell you, we almost talked about our worst injuries on the podcast the other day, and I was going to tell the one about the time I, I got messed up. But uh, they were like, no, we've heard it. <laughs> I was like, okay, fine. I'll go, I'll go tell it on Wisdom then, okay? Because they haven't heard it. It's a great story. You guys want to hear that? Somebody, somebody hit that little clap button if you would like to hear that story. Yeah? Anybody? Oh, sorry if you can hear the sound of, like, wind and thunder in the background, by the way. It, there is a thunderstorm, and it is coming. And that is when this talk will end, is when the thunder gets close enough to the Jeff that the Jeff is like, and goes inside. All right, I'll tell you guys about the time I fell out of a tree. So back, I have been a sober, sober fella for a little bit over 12 years. So this story is a, more than 12 years ago, I'll tell you that, because this was back when I was doing some drinking. And I used to do that sort of drinking where you'd wake up hungover, right? And a lot of people are always like, oh, like, what's the best hangover cure, man? Like, ooh, how do you cure a hangover? I'll tell you. Because people are like, oh, drink some Pedialyte. Oh, I know. In between drinks, drink a, drink a glass of water. That, that'll do it. That'll do it. Oh, have orange juice. No, no. You know what cures a hangover? Drink it more. <laughs> 
you wake up and you just keep drinking. And then now you will eventually have to pay the price of that hangover and it will be compoundingly worse. But that don't matter to you because you're, you're right now you. Right now you don't give a shit. So I wake up. I was, I've been drinking all night. And the first thing I do is like, you know what? I think I will have some booze to help this hangover go into the next day. So that's what I do. I didn't think I had that much, but as we will find out later, I had more than I thought. And then my ma is like, hey, you, because this is at the point where I was still living at my parents' house, because I was, I was just killing it. <laughs> I was a champion, man. <laughs> I was, I don't know, it was probably like 22 or 23. And I got tossed out of the first college I wanted. They didn't officially kick me out, but they were like, hey, hey, buddy do you plan on coming back here next semester? And I was like, no, fuck this town and fuck this school. And they're like, fantastic. As long as you don't come back, that's the end of this conversation. And I was like, okay. So I was living with my parents and it was November. And my mom was like, hey guy, because she liked to do this. This was her thing. Anytime that she knew that I was drinking, she was like, well, I got chores for you the next day because I'm not going to let you just get away with hanging out and being hungover. So we are going to give you some duties. So she's like, I'm putting up the Christmas lights, and so you're going to help. You're getting up in that tree, monkey boy. <laughs> it's I I've always just been good at climbing. So she wants to wrap the bark of these two gigantic trees that they had in their backyard. She just wanted to do, like, lights, doing a, a circle twist down it. It is starting to rain, so I'm going to hide under an awning. She's like, you're going to get up there. You're going to twist those lights down the tree. It's going to be great. It's going to be so good, so pretty. Oh, oh, the holidays will be festive. <laughs> so get up there. <laughs> Hold on, I want to see what these buttons do. Hey, you can mute yourself. That's cool. I wish Anchor had that. Anchor does not have that. Oh, I can share it. Hmm. Ask guest to join. Yeah, you guys can join whenever you want. You guys can hit me with your stories of getting messed up. So I'm up in the tree. And... I have my foot, I'm balancing on a notch, like somebody cut a branch long before we owned the house, somebody cut a branch and they left a bit of a notch that you could stand on, so it was like a little little poke out of wood, and my mom's down below me and she's like, hey dummy, <laughs> you know how your mom talks to you, hey dummy, make sure you don't fall out of that tree, and I'm like, ma, come on, like I, all I do is climb, I'm good at climbing, that's what I do, and as soon as I was done telling her how there's no possible way that I would ever fall out of this tree, I slip. My foot falls off of that notch, and I f- kind of slide down the the tree like a fireman going down a fire pole, but like not slow or using friction whatsoever, just kind of like clumsily falling more than I am sliding. And that notch is hung up on what I thought was my hoodie, right? I'm wearing my hoodie. Oh, I still miss that hoodie to this day. I miss that hoodie. You'll get to hear the the demise of that hoodie in a moment. (laughs) So I think I'm hung up on my hoodie. And I'm like, yo, ma, like, give me the old heave-ho. Like, give me a boost as if we were, like, a bunch of children trying to sneak over to watch a baseball game over a fence. I'm like, give me a little bit of a push so that I can get off because my hoodie's caught. So she does. And then I fall back into the grass. And I'm laying there. And I kind of got my hand on because I just feel a burning sensation coming from, like... I don't know the medical term for this, but it's kind of where your uh, where your my right leg meets my torso, right there. So like right leg comes in, torso's right there, and my junk right over on the other side, right <laughs> the, the, the trifecta. I it burns like right there. 
So I'm thinking I might have gotten hit a little bit as I fell out of the tree. But here's the problem. We have ourselves a problem. Because my mom is like, let me see what's going on right there. You must be injured. Let me see. And I'm like, no. Because what she didn't know, my parents had always been against tattoos, right? They were like, you're not getting one of those. Those things are they're gross. They're for, they're for gross people. You're never getting a tattoo, blah, blah, blah. And as I become like a teenager into my early 20s, I'm just obsessed with like rock stars. Like I play guitar. And it's just like Villavalo from the band Him was like, oh, dude, I thought he was the coolest guy ever. Which it's fun now that I'm in my mid-30s that I look back at him. <laughs> like Villavalo from the band Him. And I'm just like, what the fuck, dude? He's still rad. <laughs> no, it's just like, what were you doing? Like, if it were up to me, I'd have the same sleeve tattoo that he has. Which actually could look pretty cool. <laughs> I don't know. I'm kind of missing my point. Because for, for a while then, I was like, tattoos are kind of lame. Like, everybody has one. You go to a water park out here in Colorado, or you just go to an amusement park. And I like to play this game where it's like, spot the worst tattoo. I... <laughs> It's the greatest game. So you and your friends and family are just walking around the water park looking at, like, <laughs> a demon lady with, like, her ass crack showing. And it's just like, who got that tattooed on their calf? Why? What were you thinking? Anyway, I wanted a tattoo. My parents very strongly against tattoos. Um, so I wanted one, right? And I was going to go get one. And so I had some options because basically my parents had a boat, right? So they saw me in a swimsuit very frequently because we go out like wakeboarding, camping, all that kind of stuff on the boat. So my tattoo was going to be limited to the swimsuit area. And you might think to yourself, well, you're a, you're a fella. Get a tattoo on your ass. And I was like, no, I don't want to get a tattoo on my ass because that's lame. But since I was a big fan of Villavalo, right, he's got this hardogram tattoo like right above his junk. And he would wear them low-cut pants and all oh, man. He was getting all the ladies. So I was like, I'll get the ladies too if I have a cool tattoo just like him. <laughs> what I didn't realize was him being a famous rock star probably had more to do with it than just the tattoo. <laughs> I swear to God, dude. They should send especially boys to an island until we're 28. 28. I, the crime rates would plummet. Crime would cease to happen if they just sent every boy to an island. Let's call it Australia. We'll send them to Australia and not let them back until they're in their later 20s. So, I get an onk tattoo on my right, like inner right hip. Super rad. Still there today. <laughs> I forget I have it. And every now and then I'll catch myself in the mirror and I'll be like, oh yeah, shit. I forgot I have that stupid fucking thing. <laughs> ah, fantastic. So I have this tattoo, right? Now let's, let's go back to the present. Or the past, but current story. I've fallen out of this tree and I've got myself a little issue because I, I feel a burning sensation coming from directly where my tattoo is. And my mom's like, yo, I want to see if you got hurt. And I'm like, I can't let you do that because uh, I got this tattoo that I don't want you to know about. So I'm laying there and I got a decision to make. So I was like, well, let's like let me look down there. Because that's the thing. She's all over me. She's like, she's like a bird on my shoulder. She's like, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. I'm like, back up a minute. Let me figure out what's what. And then I'll consult you. So I pull my hand up that I'm holding down there, and it is just drenched in blood. And I'm like, oh, shit. That's not good. So I kind of look down there to see what's going on. And uh, I have basically a Nike swoosh of just skin missing. Just gone. You can just see, like, into my body. It's, ew. It's so fucking weird. Like, there's, like, little, like, pockets of different colors of different... I've never seen this. This is, this is gruesome. 
And my mom, because cause she's over my shoulder, she can see down there too. And she's like, I fucking knew you had a tattoo. And so my dad now is on the porch. And he's like, what's going on? And she's like, he's got a fucking tattoo. And my dad can see from up where he is, like on the deck. He's like, whoa. Yo, we got to call 911. And then we can worry about killing this kid after we figure, like, no. This is no good. He, he's going to die. Because, yeah, dude, you have a femoral artery that runs right right through that, that region. And if you nip that, you're, you're, your moments are numbered. So they call the ambulance. I hear the ambulance fire up from, like, down the street. <laughs> Not down the street. But, you know, the town that I lived in wasn't the biggest, so it's like you could hear it coming. So they come. They come into the backyard. And this is where I lost my hoodie. They're like, yo, we, th- you, you know, we, you could have a neck injury, a spinal injury. We got to cut all your clothes off. And I'm like, that seems excessive, gentlemen. I don't really feel like this is necessary. <laughs> They're like, no, 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 no. We're cutting all of your clothing off. We're putting you on a backboard. And we're putting you in the ambulance. So the whole time I'm just like, because I <laughs> turns out I'm drunker than I thought I was. They they end up taking, well, I'll get to it when I get to it in the story. So I'm like cracking wise with the boys. <laughs> like you do when you're about to bleed out. I'm like, hey guys, since I'm the only one here who's naked, maybe I can pick what we listen to on the way to the hospital. And they're like, dude, shut the fuck up. Like you're going to, like yo, we're like packing you with gauze. Lay there and shut up. So eventually we get to the hospital. They're like, yo, so like were you drinking or something like that? And I was like, I mean. I don't, I wouldn't call it drinking. I woke up and I had myself a little bit of a refreshment to help ease myself into the Sunday. A little bit of this, a little bit of that. They're like, okay, well, we're going to take your blood, like your blood, we're going to test it to figure out what's going on here. So they come back and they're like, yeah, your blood alcohol level is at 2.2, guy. Doing a little drinking? Like, you are, what would that be? If the legal limit is 0.08, so three times the legal limit of how you could drive a car? Yeah, that's me. Just having a Sunday. Good time. So these are the reasons why I haven't had anything to drink in in 12 years, right? So they're like, holy shit, and we're going into emergency surgery, uh, so we need to know how drunk you are, so we know what the anesthesiologist needs to do with you. <laughs> Can you imagine something more dangerous? <laughs> so they throw me into emergency surgery. I come out of that, and my parents are upset with me, right? So they're like, not e- I was in the hospital for four days. They didn't stay with me in the hospital hardly at all. They're like, we're, we are upset with you. Good luck. And this hospital was about to close, and they were going to open a new hospital. Brand new, state-of-the-art, but this one they have let become dilapidated and gross and grungy and weird. So I'm on, like, pain medication, kind of tripping out a little bit, walking around the hospital. Like, because they want me to walk so I don't get, like, scar tissue building up. Sorry, still sick from the (laughs) anti-vaxxers. Again, I don't mean the curved vaccine. I mean the old-school vaccine. Like, you know when an anti-vaxxer used to be people who, like, where they didn't want you to get the polio or like a polio or measles and mumps. Yeah, that that one. Anyway, I can't remember now if I explained that here or if I explained that on the podcast episode. Huh. <laughs> I don't know, man. So, <laughs> why does anybody want to be a guest? There's 16 people supposedly listening. Nobody wants to jump in, tell me a story. I'm fun to talk to. Hmm? I'll let you say bad words. Huh? Okay. So this hotel, not not hotel, this hospital is dilapidated. They have half the lights on at all times. Each hallway is like completely dark with one or two emergency lights on. I can look into other people's rooms and there's just like ghostly figures standing there in hospital gowns. I'm I'm freaking out a little bit. I do remember at this particular time, I really liked playing um, Texas Hold'em on my computer. I'm still like really good at Texas Hold'em. It's just one of those things. Like... 
maybe I got a touch of the autism, and maybe this is like, you know, in Rain Man, he was super good at counting cards. I'm like that. But with Texas Hold'em. But unless I ever end up playing Texas Hold'em with some with some of you dear 16 people who are listening to me, I'm not that good. <laughs> Don't worry about it. So. <clears throat> Sorry, guys. The one thing I had to take some water. The one thing I really wanted my parents to do was to bring me my laptop so I could play some Texas Hold'em on them internets. And they do. And it was hilarious. Because you know Texas Hold'em. You get your two cards. You do a round of betting. Then, like, the three cards come out and do a round of betting. Another card comes out, round of betting. So I'd be playing Texas Hold'em, but I'd fall asleep <laughs> mid-hand every time. So I'm just losing a ton of this, like, fake digital money. Because <laughs> I'd just fall asleep mid-betting, and it would time out and be like, all right, well, you fold because you just keep falling asleep. <laughs> it's great. I remember watching The Office on this, like, these TVs. Remember when TVs used to be, like, deeper than they were wide? <laughs> it was one of those. Where it was maybe 14 inches wide, but probably 28 inches deep. It was so weird. Like, the color was out on it. Everybody, like, it just, like, was watching shadows walk around on the screen. My parents were, yeah, they, yeah, they weren't happy with me. They're still not happy with me about that tattoo. They're still mad about that. But then here's the thing. My mom, the hypocrite, she goes and gets herself tattooed... On her eyelid, on her eyelids, right? I guess it's a thing that women are doing. You get a, t- a tattoo of eyeliner, and then you don't have to apply eyeliner. It always just looks like you have it. And I'm like, yo, you're mad at me about my tattoo. You have a fucking tattoo. And she's like, no, it's different. And I'm like, no, it isn't. If anything, you have more tattoos than I do. You got four. You got one per eyelid, right? I only got the one. So <laughs> she doesn't really see things my way on that one. Oh, so anyway, it was four days in the hospital, like these deep stitches that went like, they explained it to me like it was a corkscrew that like corkscrewed in. I was, I wasn't able to wear pants (laughs) for about three weeks while that healed. And I still have the gnarliest scar. And oh, hey, lucky for me, it didn't hit my sweet tattoo. So that sweet tattoo (laughs) is still looking rad, baby. Loud and proud. The, the, Gigantic, horrifying scar is just below it. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. Good times, good times. So if anybody wants to chime in with a story about them, I don't know, maybe a time that you got too drunk. Maybe a time that you got hurt. Wisdom says that 17 people are listening. So if anybody wants to jump in, come on down, man. And for a second, I'm going to look at these buttons. What do these buttons do? There's a chat. Oh, no, that's a chat that I had. So Aaron, I had Aaron sign up for this so he could help me break it in. There's a little chat that he sent me. Okay. Well, nobody wants to chime in. We didn't get to the NoBS yet, but I'll tell you what. I don't know if you can hear it or not, but the thunder is getting closer and it's starting to rain. So I'm going to peace out. If you had fun listening to this and you want to hear basically this, me telling stories, waxing poetically, but there's other people there too telling stories and then me yelling at them when I think that they're wrong about something. (laughs) Mainly when I yell at Kelsey. I have a podcast called 8750. Wild, right? It's not even words. It's just numbers. 8750. It's available on everything. Uh, If you go to my wisdom page, there's a big banner of how to find it. It's super fun. Super funny. We have good times over there. So check it out if you are so inclined. But thanks for coming and listening to me. I really don't know, even though it says 17 people are here. I don't know if that's even true. So, I don't know. Maybe I'm going to go see if I can jump on other people's talks and 
talk to them. They all probably want to talk about God or whatever. I guess we could talk about that. That'd be fun. All right, later, boners.